Hello, this is Tushta Krishna Das, and you're listening to ISKCON Denver podcast, where you can hear all of our classes and kirtans. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and share with others. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. We're just trying to figure out like what this thing is. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're hooked up here. Thank you so much. Can can that go there or what do you think? It's okay? Oh thank you so much. This one keep on? Okay. And you're gonna just gonna hook it up. Okay. So uh, so here we are, we're we're with you now, uh, Facebook devotees, and we're reading from Sri Chaitanya Madhulila uh, 17. The Lord travels to Vrindavan with Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, and we are on text 191. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu visited all the holy places on the banks of the Jamuna, including Swayambhu. Vishram Ghat, Dirga Vishnu, Bhuteshvar, Mahavidya, and Gokarna. Text 192. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to see the various forests of Vrindavan, thanks, Bindasuni Devi, he took the Brahmana with him. So he had a Brahmin traveling with him. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu visited the different forests, including Maruvan, Palavan, Mudavan, and Bahulavan. Wherever he went, he took his bath with great ecstatic love. Srila Prabhupada's purport. The word Vana means forest. Vindavana is the name given to the forest where Srimati Vrindadevi, Tulsi Devi, grows profusely. Actually, it is not a forest as we ordinarily consider a forest because it is very thick with green vegetation. There are 12 such vanas in Vrindavan. Some are located on the western side of the Jamuna and others on the eastern side. The forests situated on the eastern side are Bhadravana, Bilvavana, Lauhavana, Bandiravana, and Mahavana. On the western side are Madhuvana, Palavana, Kumudavana, Bahulavana, Kamyavana, Kandiravana, and Vrindavana. These are the 12 forests of the Vrindavan area. Text 194. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu passed through Vrindavan, herds of grazing cows saw him pass 
and immediately surrounding him began to moo very loudly. Seeing the herds approach him, the Lord was stunned with ecstatic love. The cows then began to lick his body out of great affection. Text 196. Becoming pacified, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to caress the cows, and the cows, being unable to give up his company, went with him. Text 197. It was only with great difficulty that the cowherd men were able to keep the cows back. Then, when the Lord chanted, all the deer heard his sweet voice and approached him. Text 198. When the does and bucks came and saw the Lord's face, they began to lick his body. Not being at all afraid of him, they accompanied him along the path. Text 199. Bumblebees and birds like parrot and cuckoo all began to sing loudly on the fifth note, and the peacocks began to dance in front of the Lord. Text 200. Upon seeing Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the trees and creepers of Vrindavan became jubilant. Their twigs stood up, and they began to shed tears of ecstasy in the form of honey. Text 201. The tree branches and creepers, overloaded with fruits and flowers, fell down at the lotus feet of the Lord and greeted him with various presentations, as if they were friends. Text 202. Thus, all the moving and non-moving living entities of Vrindavan became very jubilant to see the Lord. It was as if friends were made happy by seeing another friend. Text 203. Seeing their affection, the Lord was moved by ecstatic love. He began to sport with them, exactly as a friend sports with his friends. Thus, he voluntarily came under the control of his friends. <coughs> Text 204. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to embrace each and every tree and creeper, <laughs> and they began to offer their fruits and flowers as if in meditation. Well, a little uh, temple cat Pritch is here to join us in the Vrindavan forest with all the other creatures. <laughs> she just walked in and walked out. <laughs> Text 205. The Lord's body was restless, and tears, trembling, and jubilation were manifest. He said very loudly, Chant Krishna! Chant Krishna! Text 206. All moving and non-moving creatures then began to vibrate the transcendental sound of Hare Krishna, as if they were echoing the deep sound of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Text 207. The Lord then clasped the necks of the deer and began to cry. 
there was jubilation manifest in the bodies of the deer, and tears were in their eyes. Text 208. When a male and female parrot appeared on the branches of a tree, the Lord saw them and wanted to hear them speak. Both parrots, text 209, both parrots flew into the hand of the Lord and began to chant the transcendental qualities of Krishna, and the Lord listened to them. Text 210. The male parrot sang, the glorification of Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is beneficial to everyone in the universe. His beauty is victorious over the gopis of Vrindavan, and it subdues their patience. His pastimes astound the goddess of fortune, and his bodily strength turns Govardhan Hill into a small toy like a ball. His spotless qualities are unlimited, and his behavior satisfies everyone. Lord Krishna is attractive to everyone. Oh, may our Lord maintain the whole universe. That's from the Govinda Lilamrita. Text 211. After hearing this description of Lord Krishna from the male parrot, the female parrot began to recite a description of Srimati Radharani. Text 212. The female parrot said, Srimati Radharani's affection, her exquisite beauty and good behavior, her artistic dancing and chanting and her poetic compositions are all so attractive that they attract the mind of Krishna, who attracts the mind of everyone in the universe. And this is also from Govinda Lilamrita. Text 2.13. Thereafter, the male parrot said, Krishna, is the enchanter of the mind of Cupid. He then began to recite another verse. The male parrot then said, My dear Shari, female parrot, Sri Krishna carries a flute and enchants the hearts of all women throughout the universe. He is specifically the enjoyer of the beautiful gopis, and he is the enchanter of Cupid also. Let him be glorified. From Govinda Lilamrita. Text 215. Then the female parrot began to speak jokingly to the male parrot, and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was struck with wonderful ecstatic love to hear her speak. Text 216. The female parrot said, When Lord Sri Krishna is with Radharani, he is the enchanter of Cupid. Otherwise, when he is alone, he himself is enchanted by erotic feelings, even though he enchants the whole universe. That's also from Govinda Lilamrita. 
Text 217. Both parrots then flew onto a tree branch, and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to watch the dancing of the peacocks with curiosity. Text 218. When the Lord saw the bluish necks of the peacocks, his remembrance of Krishna immediately awakened, and he fell to the ground in ecstatic love. Text 219. When the Brahmana saw that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was unconscious, he and Balabhadra Bhattacharya took care of him. Text 220. They hastily sprinkled water over the Lord's body. Then they took up his outer cloth and began to fan him with it. Text 221. They then began to chant the holy name of Krishna into the Lord's ear. When the Lord regained consciousness, he began rolling on the ground. Text 222. When the Lord rolled on the ground, sharp thorns injured his body. Taking him on his lap, Balabhadra Bhattacharya pacified him. Text 223. The mind of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wandered in ecstatic love of Krishna. He immediately stood up and said, Chant, chant. Then he himself began to dance. Text 224. Being thus ordered by the Lord, both Balabhadra Bhattacharya and the Brahmana began to chant the holy name of Krishna. Then the Lord, dancing and dancing, proceeded along the path. Text 225. The Brahmana was astounded to see the symptoms of ecstatic love exhibited by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He then became anxious to give the Lord protection. Text 2.26. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mind was absorbed in ecstatic love at Jagannath Puri. But when he passed along the road on the way to Vrindavan, that love increased a hundred times. Text 2.27. The Lord's ecstatic love increased a thousand times when he visited Mathura but it increased a hundred thousand times when he wandered in the forests of Vrindavan. Text 228 to 229. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was elsewhere, the very name of Vrindavan was sufficient to increase his ecstatic love. Now, when he was actually traveling in the Vrindavan forest, his mind was absorbed in great ecstatic love day and night. He ate and bathed simply out of habit. Text 230. Thus, I have written a description of the ecstatic love Lord Chaitanya manifested in one of the places he visited while walking through the 12 forests of Vrindavan. To describe what he experienced everywhere, 
would be impossible. Text 231. Lord Ananta writes millions of books elaborately describing the transformations of ecstatic love experienced by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Vrindavan. Text 232. Since Lord Ananta himself cannot describe even a fragment of these pastimes, I am simply pointing out the direction. Text 233. The whole world became merged in the inundation of the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. One can swim in that water to the extent that he has the strength. Text 234. Praying at the lotus feet of Sri Rupa and Sri Raghunath, always desiring your mercy, I, Krishna Das, narrate Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, following in their footsteps. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports to Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhulila, 17th chapter, describing the Lord's traveling to Vrindavan. So, in case everyone's wondering why we clap, <laughs> it's because that's what His Holiness Keshavi Bharati Maharaj does when he concludes a chapter. And when he was here staying with us, um, we would follow and uh, applaud these great chapters of uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Srimad Bhagavatam, and Bhagavad Gita. So now we're moving on to chapter 18, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's visit to Sri Vrindavan. And we are going to read first the uh, chapter. Rasastali, Chirigat, and Amlitala at Kaliya Lake, many people mistook a fisherman for Krishna. When some respectable people came to see Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they expressed their opinion that when one takes sannyas, he becomes Narayan. Their mistake was corrected by the Lord. In this way, their Krishna consciousness was awakened, and they could understand that a sannyasi is simply a living entity and not the Supreme Personality of Godhood. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took his bath at Akrura Ghat, he submerged himself in the water for a long time. Balabhadra Bhattacharya decided to take Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to Prayag after visiting the holy place known as Soro Kshetra. While stopping near a village on the way to Prayag, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu fainted in ecstatic love. Some Patan soldiers who were passing through saw Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and falsely concluded that the Lord's associates, Balabhadra Bhattacharya and others, had killed the Lord with a poison named Dutura and were taking his wealth. Thus, the soldiers arrested them. However, when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu regained his senses, his associates were released. He talked with a person who was supposed to be a holy man in the party. 
from the Quran, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu established devotional service to Krishna. Thus, the leader of the soldiers, named Vijuli Khan, surrendered to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he and his party became devotees of Lord Krishna. The same village today is known as the village of Patan Vaishnavas. After bathing in the Ganges at Soro, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu arrived at Prayag at the confluence of three rivers, the Ganges, in Jamuna and Sarasvati. Text 1. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu traveled all over Vrindavan and pleased all living entities, moving and non-moving, with his glances. The Lord took much personal pleasure in seeing everyone. In this way, Lord Garanga traveled in Vrindavan. Text 2. All glories to Lord Gorachandra. All glories to Nityananda Prabhu. All glories to Advaita Prabhu. And all glories to all the devotees of Lord Chaitanya headed by Srivas Thakur. Text 3. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu danced in ecstasy. But when he arrived at our rich gram, his sense perception was awakened. Srila Prabhupada's purport. A rich gram is also called Aristagram. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu understood that in that village Aristasura had been killed by Sri Krishna. Well there he inquired about Radhakund, but no one could tell him where it was. The Brahmin accompanied him, could also not ascertain its whereabouts. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could then understand that the holy places known as Radhakund and Shamakund were at that time lost to everyone's vision. He therefore discovered Radhakund and Shamakund, which were two reservoirs of water in two padding fields. Although there was very little water, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was omniscient and could understand that formally these two ponds were called Sri Radhakund and Shamakund. In this way, Radhakund and Shamakund were discovered. Text 4. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked the local people, Where is Radhakund? No one could inform him, and the Brahmin accompanying him did not know either. Text 5. The Lord then understood that the holy place called Radhakund was no longer visible. However, being the omniscient Supreme Personality of Godhead, he discovered Radhakund and Shamakund in two paddy fields. There was only a little water, but he took his bath there. Text 6. When the people of the village saw Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taking his bath in those two ponds in the middle of the paddy fields, they were very much astonished. 
the Lord then offered his prayers to Sri Radhakund. Text 7. Of all the gopis, Radharani is the dear most. Similarly, the lake known as Radhakund is very dear to the Lord because it is very dear to Srimati Radharani. Just as Srimati Radharani is most dear to Lord Krishna, so her lake, known as Radhakund, is also very dear to him. Of all the gopis, Srimati Radharani is certainly the most beloved. That's from the Padma Purana. Text 9. In that lake, Lord Krishna and Srimati Radharani used to sport daily in the water and have a rasa dance on the bank. Text 10. Indeed, Lord Krishna gives ecstatic love like that of Srimati Radharani to whoever bathes in that lake even once in his life. Text 11. The attraction of Radhakund is as sweet as that of Srimati Radharani. Similarly, the glories of the Kund Lake are as great as Srimati Radharani's. Text 12. <clears throat> because of its wonderful transcendental qualities, Radhakund is as dear to Krishna as Srimati Radharani. It was in that lake that the all-opulent Lord Sri Krishna performed his pastimes with Srimati Radharani with great pleasure and transcendental bliss. Whoever bathed just once in Radhakund attained Srimati Radharani's loving attraction for Sri Krishna. Who within this world can describe the glories and sweetness of Sri Radha Kund? That is from Govinda Lalamrita. Text 13. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu thus offered prayers to Radha Kund. Overwhelmed by ecstatic love, he danced on the bank, remembering the pastimes Lord Krishna performed on the bank of Radha Kund. Text 14. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then marked his body with tilak made from the mud of Radha Kund, and with the help of Balabhadra Bhattacharya, he collected some of the mud and took it with him. Text 15. From Radha Kund, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to Sumanas Lake. When he saw Govardhan Hill from there, he was overwhelmed with joy. Text 16. When the Lord saw Govardhan Hill, he immediately offered obeisances, falling down on the ground like a rod. He embraced one piece of rock from Govardhan Hill and became mad. Text 17. Mad with ecstatic love. The Lord came to the village known as Govardhan. There he saw the deity named Haridev and offered his obeisances unto him. Text 13. Haridev is an incarnation of Narayan 
and his residence is on the western petal of the Lotus of Matura. Text 19. Mad with ecstatic love, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to dance before the Hari Dev deity. Hearing the Lord's, of the Lord's wonderful activities, all the people came to see him. Text 20. The people were astonished when they saw Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's ecstatic love and personal beauty. The priests who served the Hari Dev deity offered the Lord a good reception. Text 21. At Brahmakund, the Bhattacharya cooked food, and the Lord, after taking his bath at Brahmakund, accepted his lunch. Text 22. That night, the Lord stayed at the temple of Hari Dev, and during the night, he began to reflect. Text 23. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu thought, since I shall not at any time climb Govardhan Hill, how shall I be able to see Gopal Rai? Text 24. Thinking in this way, the Lord remained silent, and Lord Gopal, knowing his contemplation, played a trick. Text 25. Coming down from Govardhan Hill, Lord Gopal granted an interview to Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who was unwilling to climb the hill, thinking himself a devotee of Lord Krishna. Text 26. Gopal stayed in a village called Anakutagram on Govardhan Hill. The villagers who lived in that village were mainly from Rajasthan. Srila Prabhupada's purport. The village named Anakutagram is referred to in the Bhakti Ratnakar fifth grade. Gopa Gopi Bunjayena Kautu Ka Apada. He Hetu Anayora Nama Sehara. Anakutta Stana E Deka Srinivasa. E Stana Darshana. Hai Haya Purna Abhilasa. Here, all the gopis and the gopas enjoyed wonderful pastimes with Sri Krishna. Therefore, this place is also called Anayor. The Anakuta ceremony was celebrated here. Oh, Srinivas, whoever sees this place has all his desires fulfilled. It is also stated, Look at the dense forest near the Kund. It was there that Gopal was concealed. Also, the Stava Vali, Rajvila Stava 75 by Raghunath Das Goswami states, Rajendra Varyapita Bogam Uchair Dritva Brihat Kayam Agariyarukta Ukka Varina Radam Chalayan Vibunkte Yatrana Kutam Tad Aham Prapadye 
When Nanda Maharaj offered a large quantity of food to Govardhan Hill, Krishna assumed a gigantic form and eagerly invited everyone to ask boons from him. Then, deceiving even Srimati Radharani, he ate all the offered food. Let me take shelter of the place known as Anakuta, where Lord Krishna enjoyed these pastimes. Text 27. One person who came to the village informed the inhabitants, the Turkish soldiers are now preparing to attack your village. Text 28. Flee this village tonight and do not allow one person to remain. Take the deity with you and leave, for the Muslim soldiers will come tomorrow. Text 29. Hearing this, all the villagers became very anxious. They first took Gopal and moved him to a village known as Guntuli. Text 30. The Gopal deity was kept in the house of a brahmana and his worship was conducted secretly. Everyone fled and thus the village of Anukuta was deserted. Text 31. Due to fear of the Muslims, the Gopal deity was moved from one place to another again and again. Thus, giving up his temple, Lord Gopal would sometimes live in a bush and sometimes in one village after another. Text 32. In the morning, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took his bath in a lake called Manasaganga. He then circumambulated Govardhan Hill. Just by seeing Govardhan Hill, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became ecstatic with love of Krishna. While dancing and dancing, he recited the following verse. Of all the devotees, this Govardhan Hill is the best. Oh, my friends, this hill supplies Krishna and Balaram, as well as their calves, cows, and cowherd friends with all kinds of necessities. Water for drinking, very soft grass, caves, fruits, flowers, and vegetables. In this way, the hill offers respect to the Lord. Being touched by the lotus feet, of Krishna and Balaram, Govardhan Hill appears very jubilant. Srila Prabhupada's purport. This is a quotation from Sriman Bhagavatam 10.21.18. It was spoken by the gopis when Lord Krishna and Balaram entered the forest in the autumn. The gopis spoke among themselves and glorified Krishna and Balaram for their pastimes. Text 35. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then took his bath in a lake called Govinda Kund. And while he was there, he heard that the Gopal deity had already gone to Gantuligram. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then went to the village of Gantuligram and saw the Lord Gopal deity. Overwhelmed by ecstatic love, he began to chant and dance. Text 37. As soon as the Lord saw the beauty of Gopal Didi, 
He was immediately overwhelmed by ecstatic love, and he recited the following verse. He then chanted and danced until the day ended. Srila Prabhupada's purport. Srikabhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur gives the following information about Govinda Kunj. There is a village named Aniyor on Govardhan Hill, a little distance from the village of Paita. Govardhan Kunj, oh sorry, Govinda Kunj is situated near here, and there are two temples to Govinda and Baladev there. According to some, Queen Padmavati excavated this lake. In the Bhakti Ratnakar fifth grade, the following statement is found. E Shri Govinda Kunda Mahima Neka Eta Indra Koyala Govindera Abhisheka Govinda Kund is exalted for its many spiritual activities. It was here that Indra defeated Lord Govinda. Defeated by Lord Govinda, sorry. Offered prayers to him and bathed him. In the book Stavali Braj Vilas Stava 74, the following verse is found. I'm just going to read the translation. With humility caused by great fear, Indra took hold of the lotus feet of Lord Krishna and in the company of a sarabi cow performed his coronation festival by bathing him with the waters of the heavenly Ganges River. Thus, Lord Krishna's kingship over the cows became splendidly manifest. I pray that Govinda Kund, the lake created by that ceremonial bath, may eternally appear before my eyes. Also in the Matura Kanda, it is stated, so we'll just read the translation, simply by bathing in Govinda Kund, one is awarded liberation. This lake was produced by Bhagavan Sri Krishna when Bhagavan Sri Krishna was bathed by Lord Indra. Gantum Gram is situated near the two villages Bilachu and Gopalpura. According to hearsay, Radha and Krishna first met here. In the Bhakti Ratnakar fifth wave, it is stated, Saki Dunha Vastre Ganti Dila Sango Pane. The two concealed themselves by tying their outer garments together. It is also stated Paguya Loya Geha Ganti Kuli Gila. With a Paguya. They undid the knot. For this reason, the village is known as Gantuli. Text 38. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, May the left arm of Sri Krishna, 
whose eyes are like the petals of a lotus flower, always protect you. With his left arm, he raised Govardhan Hill as if it were a toy. That's from Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Text 39. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu saw the Gopal Didi for three days. On the fourth day, the Didi returned to his own temple. Text 40. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu walked with the Didi of Gopal, and he chanted and danced. A large and jubilant crowd of people also chanted the transcendental name of Krishna, Hari, Hari. Text 41. The Gopal Didi then returned to his own temple, and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu remained at the bottom of the hill. Thus, all the desires of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were satisfied by the Gopal Didi. Text 42. This is the way of Lord Gopal's kind behavior to his devotees. Seeing this, the devotees were overwhelmed by ecstatic love. Text 43. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very eager to see Gopal, but he did not want to climb Govardhan Hill. Therefore, by some trick, the Gopal Didi personally descended. Text 44. In this way, giving some excuse, Gopal sometimes remains in the bushes of the forest, and sometimes he stays in a village. One who is a devotee comes to see the deity. Text 45. The two brothers, Rupa and Sanatan, did not climb the hill. To them also, Lord Gopal granted an interview. In ripe old age, Sri Rupa Goswami could not go there, but he had a desire to see the beauty of Gopal. Text 47. Due to fear of the Muslims, Gopal went to Mathura, where he remained in the house of the Taleshvar for one full month. Srila Prabhupada's purport. When the two brothers, Srila Rupa Goswami and Sanatan Goswami, went to Vrindavan, they decided to live there. Following Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's example, they did not climb the hill because they considered it non-different from Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. On some pretext, the Gopal Didi granted Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu an audience beneath the hill, and Gopal similarly favored Sri Rupa Goswami and Sanatan Goswami. During his ripe old age, when Rupa Goswami could not go to Govardhan Hill because of invalidity, Gopal kindly went to Mathura and remained at the house of Vitaleshvar for one month. It was then that Srila Rupa Goswami could see Gopal's beauty to his heart's content. So I'm going to skip a lot of the uh, Sanskrit here and the Bengali from uh, Bhakti Ratnakar. 
Sri Vallabhabhata had two sons. The elder, Gopinath, was born in 1432 Shikabda era, which is A.D. 1510. And the younger, Vitaleshwar, was born in 1437, which is A.D. 1515, and died in 1507, which is A.D. 1585. Vitaleshwar had seven sons, Giridhar, Govinda, Balakrishna, Gokulesh, Raghunath, Yadunath, and Ganesham. Vitaleshwar completed many of his father's unfinished books, including his commentary on the Vedanta Sutra, the Subodini commentary on Srimad Bhagavatam, Vidavanamandana, Sringarasa Mandana, and Nyasa Desha Vivarana. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to Vrindavan before the birth of Vitaleshvar. As previously mentioned, Srila Rupa Goswami was very old at the time Gopal stayed at the house of Vitaleshvar. Text 48. Srila Rupa Goswami and his associates stayed in Mathura for one month and saw the Gopal deity. Text 49. When Rupa Goswami stayed at Mathura, he was accompanied by Gopal Bhatta Goswami, Raghunandas Goswami, Raghunandas Goswami, and Loganath Das Goswami, Srila Prabhupada's purport. Sri Loganath Goswami was a personal associate of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and a great devotee of the Lord. He was a resident of a village named Palakadi in the district of Yashohar, Jaishur in Bengal. Previously, he lived in Kanchanapada, his father's name was Padmanabha, and his only sibling was a younger brother named Pragalba. Following the orders of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, <coughs> Sri Lokanath went to Vrindavan to live. He established a temple named Gokulananda. Shulanartam Das Thakur selected Loganath Das Goswami to be his spiritual master, and Nartam Das Thakur was his only disciple because Loganath Das Goswami did not want his name mentioned in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. We do not often see it in this celebrated book. On the EBR Railroad, the Yashohar station is located in Bangladesh. From the railway station, one has to go by bus to the village of Sonakali and from there to Kejora. From there, one has to walk or during the rainy season, go by boat to the village of Talakadi. In this village, 
there are still descendants of Lokanath Goswami's younger brother. Text 50. Bhugarbha Goswami, Shijiva Goswami, Shiyadava Acharya, and Govinda Goswami also accompanied Sri Rupa Goswami. Text 51. He was also accompanied by Sri Uddhava Das, Madhava, Sri Gopal Das, and Narayan Das. Text 52. The great devotee Govinda, Vani Krishna Das, Pundari Kaksha, Ishan, and Lagu Hari Das also accompanied him. Srila Prabhupada's purport. Lagu Haridas should not be confused with Junior Haridas, who committed suicide at Prayag. Generally, a devotee is called Haridas, and consequently, there are many Haridases. The chief was Takur Haridas. There was also a Majina Haridas. So we're going to. Uh, skip the end of the purport and go to text 53. It was with great jubilation that Rupa Goswami visited Lord Gopal, accompanied by all these devotees. After staying at Mathura for one month, the Gopal deity returned to his own place, and Sri Rupa Goswami returned to Vrindavan. In the course of this story, I have given a description of Lord Gopal's mercy after seeing the Gopal Didi, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to Sri Kamyavan. Srila Prabhupada's purport. Kamyavan is mentioned in the Adi Varaha Purana. And I'm just going to read the translations here. Lord Shiva said, the best of all forests is the fourth of these named Kamyaka. Oh, Goddess Devi, any person who goes there is eligible to enjoy the glories of my abode. And then a translation from Bhakti Ratnakar. In this Kamyavan, Krishna performed enchanting pastimes. Here you will be able to take darshan of many ponds and other transcendental spots. I cannot even describe in writing all the sacred tirtas found at Kamyavan. So, Krishna willing, we will be continuing through Kartik month with um, more pastimes. We'll be reading here from Chaitanya Charitamrita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Krishna book, etc. So we'll all stop here today on this wonderful Parikrama that we've been on, on the Lord's visit to Sri Vrindavan Dham. And in this way, we are able to visit the Dom and uh, be part of this um, walking tour with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and all these great devotees that we've just read about. So all glories to Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, all glories to Srila Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, all glories to Srila Prabhupada, 
and we are glorifying all the forests of Vrindavan, Radhakund, Govardhan Hill, and all the deities, Gopal Giri, and Shishi Radhagovindaki Ji Jai. So thanks everyone. I'll, I'll just check real quickly and see if there was any um, comment or question. Many thanks to all of you for your association. So nice to uh, know that you're there. And thank you so much. And my obeisances to all of you and all season. May all receive our blessings of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Vrindavan Dham blessings of Srimati Radharani, Radha Damodar, Jashoda Damodar. Radha Govinda's blessings and blessings of the Goswamis, Giriraj, Radhakun, Shamakun, all the forests and all the wonderful, wonderful pastimes and Srila Prabhupada's blessings and Guru Varga and all the devotees. So thank you so much and have a wonderful Kartik day.
Bürgerliche Beichtsaal.